no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. to the Barry Centrals. On today's show, we preview the Week 10 matchup against the Detroit Lions and much, much more. A-Dub Robitussin is on the way. I don't know about you, but I could use a little bit of Robitussin in my life right about now. <laughs> you right about that, man. Got the lines. It definitely, literally, Robitussin we could use, man, because I know I've been under, under the weather a little bit. Man, you, me both, man, all that traveling we've been doing is catching up to us, audience. We are sorry for the delay, but we figured you guys would want a podcast that you can listen to and you can hear. So A-Dub and I are giving you the best that we got on this Saturday. Absolutely. The Detroit Lions are here. I always call them my Robitussin because that's what they are. The Bears, <laughs> man, we've been 0-2 against the NFC North this season. I am so glad that the Lions are on the schedule, A-Dub. Injury report-wise, Byron Pringle designated to return in this ball game. I love the way that wide receiver room is looking now, bro. I mean, we got the Claypool, we got Mooney, Pringle, Brown, Nikhil Harry. Hey, that wide receiver room is looking up, bro. It's looking up. But not only that, I just love the fact that, like I said, the biggest thing that I'm looking at right now, though, Byron Pringle coming back to the mix. I've talked about this on the show in the past. He was the guy that everybody was thinking was going to be a number two receiver on this team this season. Right, hadn't really gone the way that most people thought it was going to be. But when you get a guy like that with that type of skill set back into your lineup, it only bodes well. So I'm really excited to see how him being incorporated back into the mix looks against the Lions on Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for us because I know they want to get Chase Claypool the opportunity, right? Because getting him was a good addition. But then you got Pringle as well. You kind of wonder how his steps going to look um, in that game. So hope for the best for him. Yeah, man, listen, man, we got a top 10 quarterback, man, because I saw them NFL.com rankings that came out there. My boy Justin Fields, top 10. It looks so good seeing him on that list. I was looking <laughs> at the quarterbacks on that list. I was like, there's, there's my son, Justin. My son, Justin. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, nobody's surprised about that top 10 list right there, man. You've been watching the Bears the past few weeks. Uh, you can see all the, the goods that people talk about when it comes to Justin Fields and what he's been able to do. Yeah, man, I'm just proud of the kid, the hard work, and the best is yet to come. I was going to say this, though, A-Dub. There's a few more injuries I want to talk to the audience about. Matt Adams, also designated to return. That's going to be a key addition back to that defense. The Roquan trade, we've already talked about that nauseam. That defense was losing a lot of guys. So getting a veteran like Matt Adams back in the mix, I think that bodes well for us, especially going into this matchup against the Lions where they have a top-10 rushing offense. Yeah, we definitely can use Matt Adams, man. His expertise, his uh, veteran leadership, all the goods with that, man. We can use that because, you know, we've been struggling as a defense lately. So, Kendall Vildor, he's going to be out for the game tomorrow. Amin Ross St. Brown, he's a tough cover, but that's a tough loss seeing that Kendall Vildor is out. And, and that's crazy to the audience that I'm even saying Kendall Vildor <laughs> being out in this game is going to be a tough loss. But that's how solid he's been this season. 
And I can't really say much bad about him. I know I gave him a hard time, you know, against uh, Dallas. They, 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 they gonna come for you. You better retract that statement because you was coming for that man. You I was did. Coming for I called him out for, but you all came at me pretty hard. You yeah, gave they me did. Reasons. <laughs> yes, I get it. I get it because you're right. Our defensive line didn't help him out at all. But overall, man, I will say with you, Perez, I do. We will miss Vildor because he has been solid, man, and he has been reliable this season. And it's just good to see him take the next step in his career. So that just give kudos to him what we're doing now. So more than likely, Jalen Jones is going to get the nod there corner. So expect the Lions to obviously exploit and go after that matchup. Well, good luck for him. <laughs> shit, good luck for him. Good luck for us, shit, because we got to watch <laughs> that shit. Well, you know what happened Absolutely. the last time Jalen Jones was out there in the corner? It was yeah. not good. It was not good. Mm-hmm. Al-Qadid Muhammad, according to the most recent injury report that came out, A-Dub, he is doubtful for the game against the Lions tomorrow with a knee injury. We got to get some pressure on the quarterback. You have a Detroit, uh, you have a Detroit Lions team, A-Dub, that's coming in here with not only a top 10 rushing offense, as I mentioned a second ago, but they also have a top 10 passing, passing offense. And with that, you have a quarterback in Jared Goff, Whatever way you feel about him, all this, you already know what I feel about him, so I don't have to retrace anything. <laughs> but I'll tell you one thing. He's an assist. He gets the best. He gets the most out of his bills in this system. So, A-Dub, in this matchup, when I see Al-Qadim Muhammad out in the game, I'm looking for Travis Gibson and Dominic Robinson yeah. to get the job done because they're going to get plenty of reps and snaps in that game tomorrow. Well, they definitely will have to show some growth, Perez, because um, last game, I didn't quite see it. I'm hoping that we see most of that against the Lions. True that. Jalen Johnson and Tevin Jenkins both popped up as questionable on the injury report. I would be surprised if either of those guys missed that game against the Lions. Uh, The fact that that Jalen Johnson popped up on there, they said it was an oblique injury with Tevin Jenkins is a hip injury. They both would still play, man. I don't see those guys sitting out, man. It's good to get them some rest, so therefore they'd be prepared for this Lions team. Yeah, but the one thing was when you see some of that stuff pop up, and it, it, it kind of felt like it was a little bit of a surprise, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. when it came to Tevin Jenkins. Obviously, we'll see in the morning when the official inactives and all that good stuff comes out. Right. All this, as A.W. and I talked about in our recap episode, we tied a nice little bow on that Dolphins game. We talked about the fact that, hey, you know what? The Lions coming in here, they're a two-win ball club that this would be good for our boys, right? And I feel like this is a good time because you're riding the wave with Justin and that offense doing very well. But on the flip side, the defense has struggled a bit. But however, I'm choosing to focus on the positive here in this statement that I'm about to make. Even though we lost against the Dolphins, even though we've continued to lose the last couple of games, even though we've lost the last couple of games, I still feel that this team has momentum. I feel like they're going in the right direction. And I also feel like the fan base is aligned. Well, not on Twitter. I'm talking about the fan base, fan base. Like, you know, <laughs> people when I see them at the stadium, <laughs> you know, those fans. <laughs> right. y'all, folks on, y'all folks on Twitter, y'all be tripping, man. Y'all be tripping. A-Dub, they over here arguing now over the people that felt like Justin Fields was going to be that guy. Now they're going after the people that criticize them. They call them a bus. And I'm like, okay, I get that, right? Because I want people that was wrong to know that they was wrong. But I do it in a joking manner, ain't eh, dub. Right, right, right. And some folks out here doing too much. That's all I'm going to say. If y'all doing that, stop it. Just stop it. 
Yeah, we got to slow down with that, man. I just want to enjoy the ride with seeing just the fields get to the level where we expect and, and hopefully get to another level as well. I'm just going to enjoy it, man. I think trying to go after the people who actually been kicking them or saying he's not going to be this type of player is irrelevant for me. I'm just going to enjoy the ride and watch them look stupid. Unless it's Mike Marks, then it's fuck you, Mike Marks, because you was on here <laughs> had all your little bullshit to say about my quarterback, and yeah, you was wrong. You was dead wrong. But I'm talking about within our fan base. Hey, guys, let's have a kumbaya. Let's have a kumbaya out here. Let's relax. Let's enjoy it. Because I'll tell you one thing, I'm looking forward to that game on Sunday, Duh, because, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm just so and, – and the audience probably can just tell. We spent so much time talking about – Justin Fields in that last episode, A-Dub, it was crazy. Even when I listened back to it, I was like, ooh, that was a lot of Justin Fields talk. Well, listen, <laughs> that's how excited I was about what I saw. I can't help it. When you get that kind of consistency and production for Justin Fields, friends, you can't help but be excited, especially like you and I talked about all the hate he gotten over the over the big year. Listen, man, he's developing into a star, and he's got a great matchup coming up against these Lions because as I was getting ready to get into before, I, I got off track talking about Bears Twitter. You see, y'all even got me. <laughs> but, but my point was I was going to say is that when you have a guy like Justin Fields and this offense trending in the right direction, Man, he's got a chance to continue his dominance on Sunday, and I am here for it. A-Dub, I can't wait to see this game because I just feel really good vibes about this matchup against the Lions. I think the way Justin Fields has been playing lately is going to continue against the Detroit Lions. So, yeah, we all got a right to feel the same way, man, because when you got this kind of consistency and the way Justin's been playing, throwing the football, the way he's been running the football, you're very well hopeful. Yeah, I mean, think about our offense has been putting up points. They're averaging over 30 points per game in the last three games. That's unheard of for a Bears offense. 30 points? Shit, that would have been the the combined total of Bears offense for three games back in the day. Absolutely, Perez. And the thing about it with the scoring, it's not just against any team, man. They've been playing against some elite teams and scoring against those guys. I mean, Dallas, you can have Miami Dolphins. These are elite teams here, Perez. Don't forget about the Patriots. Right, and you know what, exactly. So you, you put all that together and say, since so the Fields has had some very good games against those teams, oh, you got to feel really good about the fact that going against Detroit Lions and saying, oh, it's not going to slow down. And keep this in mind, too, when you're going up against the Detroit Lions, while I said that offense, top 10 in passing, top 10 in rushing, but they have the second-worst rushing defense in the entire NFL. What Ooh. does our team do well, ladies and gentlemen? Run the football. <laughs> Guess what we should be doing on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen? Running the football. <laughs> Message. Because right there, that is a prime opportunity against that Lions team. If it's something that they don't do well, Luke Getzey, let's not reinvent the wheel here, baby. <laughs> I want to see lots of Herbert. I want to see lots of Montgomery. And I want to see more of those quarterback design runs with Justin Fields. I want us to run all over that field against those Lions tomorrow. And well, Perez always talk about that triple threat right there. Those three guys, Justin Fields, Montgomery, and Herbert, they're going to be hard to stop on Sunday. Oh, true that. Audience, now we want to take some time here. We want to talk about the Lions a little bit. Obviously, we want to be unbiased and make sure that we're also giving you a little insight into the Lions. So a couple guys we want to make sure that you're aware of. So obviously, you guys know about Ron St. Brown. That's echoing to me as St. Brown's brother. They right. got a nice little friendly wager going on this matchup. I think they put up like a stack on a this stack. game a little bag. I was like, okay, I see y'all. I see y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? is about to win that shit, uh, Amira. But you know what I'm saying? 
Hey, man, run that money, man. Run that yeah. bag. Run him his bag. Obviously, everybody knows about Jared Goff. Right. After a hot start to the season, he's kind of regressed a bit. That offense has slowed down a bit. Even though they have good numbers, I don't feel like the offense is at the same efficiency and clip that it was earlier in the season. DeAndre Swift, hey, that guy right there is a really good back. He is. With the fact that our defense has some limitations with stopping the run this season, that's an area that I'm a little concerned about. Jamal Williams, his backup, who most teams he would be starting if he wasn't behind a guy like DeAndre Swift. That guy, you put him down there on the goal line situations, he's tough to fucking stop. So they got a nice little two-handed monster, not as good as ours, but they got a little two-handed monster <laughs> there. Oh, they do. Yeah, they do, man. And the one thing you worry about Swift is in the passing game. You know, um, I know he's a target for golf, so you definitely got to worry about there. But definitely Williams, that dude, man, he's a guy, man. He's they pound. They'll pound the ball with him, especially in the red zone that you mentioned. So we got definitely got to worry about those two guys. Now, they did trade away Hawkinson, which I was not sad about. They trade him over there to the Vikings. We'll have to deal with Hawkinson in a couple weeks. But for right now, we got a Lions team without that weapon because Hawkinson always did damage against the Bears' defense. Oh, yeah. So we, they got him up out of there. Thank you guys for doing that. <laughs> One more guy on the Lions that I want us to talk about, Aiden Hutchinson, the rookie from Michigan. In college, was a man against boys, but he came to the NFL, A-Dub, and he ain't been any – man, he hasn't been – he's risen to the occasion, son. This guy right here, he's living up to his billing, bro. He's living up to it. Yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> it's another guy over there for the line. I mean, all he does is just puts pressure and gets off the quarterbacks. I mean, and that's why when I'm looking at this game here, he's one of the first matchups that I want to hone in on. Hutchinson going up against Braxton Jones, A-Dub. That is going to be something that I'm going to definitely be keeping my eye on. Yeah, it's going to be tough, man. I mean, you know, Braxton Jones is going to get a lot of people, man, you know, uh, this season and got and learned a lot, really. But this is going to be another test, man. It's not going to be an easy uh, matchup for uh, Braxton Jones. So he's going to have to play his best, man, and um, be prepared. That Lions defense, pass rush outside of Aiden Hutchinson, is kind of below average. Right. But I think this is going to be yet another test for Braxton Jones in his young NFL career to see how he matches up with a really premier Pass rusher. And I know Hutchinson's only a rookie on this. I know I can already hear what people are saying. However, this kid, he has the goods. And so, like I said, this is going to be something I'm really going to be honing in on and making sure, or hopefully, Braxton Jones is ready to go to war with Hutchinson. Absolutely, Perez, because Hutchinson does not play like a rookie. This guy plays like a seasoned vet. Yeah, that's that's for sure. But the area that I think we're going to be able to neutralize those Lions when I'm thinking about their pass rush. Because obviously, yes, Braxton versus Aiden Hutchinson, definitely something that we need to focus on. But the Bears have a mobile quarterback. The Lions defense has struggled against other mobile quarterbacks. Jalen Hurts, he crushed the Lions. He did. And I don't expect any different Justin Fields going up against this Lions defense. Oh, definitely not, man. You, you expect Justin Fields to continue the tear. Um, the thing is, we saw the Lions last week against Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers just wasn't a runner like that. I mean, he got some yards in, of course, some rushing yards, but again, he's just not that type of runner of Justin Fields. So he wasn't able to exploit it like the Bears can. And the thing is, Detroit struggled with that. So this would be a good time for Justin Fields to definitely apply that pressure on the Detroit Lions. Now, I talked about Amon Ross St. Brown earlier. 
Now, the Lions don't have a true secondary weapon in that receiver room. So he's that guy. So another key matchup being done for us to look at is our Bears secondary matching up against Amon Ross St. Brown. Because they found a gem in him. I mean, they got him in the fifth round when he came out of USC. That's some great drafting right there. I, he would look really good in the goddamn Bears uniform. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Absolutely, man. They put that guy all over the field, man. The slot, wherever, you know, and he's just a playmaker. And he's actually been able to uh, execute and take the full advantage of his opportunity, man. So now he's a, a threat for those guys. So, you know, you got to give him his props, man. But he, he's going to be a tough task for the Bears. So he's going to be someone we really got to pay close attention to in this game. Like I said, he's a target king. I tell you one thing, A Dub, I would not mind Jalen Johnson traveling with that man at all. Oh man, that's going to be a key right there for us. I hope Jalen Johnson can do so because, uh, you know, you want to make sure you have your best against their best, right? On the receiver corp. So I think Jalen Johnson is one of those guys, man, that we already know how lethal he is. Can definitely try to contain him. So uh, if we want to definitely stop that pass attack, that'll be a good matchup if we have Jalen Johnson on him most of that game. Now, you talked earlier about Chase Claypool, and we know that his first game with the Bears, we didn't see all of what Claypool was able to do. I mean, he was limited snaps because he still learned in the offense. Right. But in those limited snaps, I saw a lot out of Claypool that really impressed me, right? And he had an impact on the ball game. But now against the Lions here, A-Dub, he's also another key matchup that I have because I'm looking to see Claypool take that next step in being a bear here. I want to see him take that next step in being on this ball club. And when I look at that Lions secondary, man, that is a big-time opportunity for Claypool to really etch his name on that list of Bears receivers. You know what I'm saying? The audience, don't make fun of me when I said that. But I'm just <laughs> trying to tell y'all I feel very good about my boy Claypool in this game tomorrow. Because I'm telling you, look, 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 look at it like this, y'all. He's got more time. He's had more practice time with Justin Fields. He probably has a better grasp of the playbook. So now he's going to be more integrated into the offense. The guy's a physical specimen, right? Right. The Lions, as I told y'all earlier, not only do they have a horrible pass rush, they have a really bad pass defense. They also have a bad run defense. What's the, what's the common denominator here, audience, about the Lions defense? They just not good. <laughs> Ain't no damn good. <laughs> so with that being said, man, I think when you have a, a matchup like that against a team like this, it's playing right into the Bears' hands. And I think the Claypool is going to really show people what's up tomorrow. Well, looking at the matchup, who probably will try to contain them? You're looking at Jeff Okuda, Jerry Jacobs. I mean, they've been high on Jerry Jacobs based on what he did against the um, Packers. But I don't think those guys are good enough to hold down a Claypool. So I still think Claypool will be able to take advantage. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Okuda, he's okay. He's okay. Yeah. I mean, they do have a, a playmaker in, in, in the secondary, former lineback, Kirby Joseph. That's a guy on this for you yeah. guys to keep your eye on. He definitely was wreaking havoc last week. But yep. as a whole, the unit is just not very strong. But that's why I really like Claypool. And I don't care who it is. If it's Okuda, he can get some of that work. It don't matter. <laughs> Hey, look, man, they're going to have a hard time because you talk about stopping Claypool. I mean, now you open up things for Money Moon, right? So can you stop them both? That's going to be a hard task right there. Well, and that's another fair point there now, Adub, because with Claypool being in this office now, you see, shit, that was the first damn time the damn bank was open this year. And maybe, 
Maybe it'll open up again on Sunday, right? So to your point, A-Dub, Claypool is going to have an impact on this entire offense. And I'm really hoping to see he has – I'm hoping to see success from him individually, but I want to see continued success for that offense across the board. I want to continue to see Cole Komet out there being a touchdown machine. And I'm Man. hoping the history continues, A-Dub. Man, I hope he can continue um, his, his um, hot uh, – I hope he can continue um, playing very well too, Perez, because um, I was – Excited to see him get in on the action. And I just hope that, you know, he can continue to get incorporated into the offense moving forward. All right, A-Dub. So let's run through some of our keys to, to victory here in this game. Now, obviously, I was just talking about Claypool, Money Mode. What do both of those receivers do very well, A-Dub? Yep. They run good routes, man, and they're able to get open. Well, not quite. What they both are our vertical threats and the passing attack. So, audience, gotcha. My key in here is to attack that Lions secondary vertically. I want them to be taking shots against that lineup. I want to see Lou Getty come out with that play call sheet and just leave it all out there in the field. I want to see Justin Fields rearing back and taking shots down the field. I want to see number 10 and number 11 streaking into that end zone. So, my first key here is to let these guys take the top off of that defense. So I want to see deep shots being taken with Claypool and with your boy, Money Book. I just hope that if they are to get, you know, there's going to be some penalties out there. I hope the ref is willing to call pass interference prayers. So I'm quite sure those two guys are going to wreak havoc, man, going deep. I would say prayers. I will hope that the Bears can continue to run the football well and milk the clock, man. Take as much time as you need off the clock as you as you need to. Because what that does, man, it makes those guys over there, Detroit Lions, still in the sideline with Jeff, uh, with golf. And I know when when golf is over there resting too long, Perez, he's bound to make some mistakes at some point in the game. So keep them uncomfortable. Keep them out of rhythm. Bears, take your time, man. Run the football. Shoot the yards. Shoot up the clock. By the time you know it, it's going to be tough for those Detroit Lions to try to get back into the game. No, I'm good with that one. I want us to establish that running game. If, and if they do that, then it opens up for them to take those shots. But I think establishing that running game, Herbert Montgomery, the whole nine, you guys already know. That's We're not giving you anything earth-shattering with that key. However, I still think it's an effective key because if you do that, especially against this Lions running defense where it's really bad, I mean, that's a recipe for success. That's all we're about here. I think also... In addition to what A-Dub said there about running the ball and taking time off the clock, I want us to run the ball efficiently and effectively so that when we have second and shorts, third and yes. shorts, right? Yeah. Extending drives. I mean, we yep. talked about that idea. I think that this offense is in a good flow when that's how they're performing. And it keeps Justin in a nice rhythm, right? He has his confidence going because he doesn't have third and fucking 18 that he has to <laughs> fucking deal with. You know what I'm saying? That was right. a tradition like no other. I always joke about it. Second is short, third is short. That's going to be a key to victory against the Lions. Absolutely, Perez. And with those second and third is shorts, Justin Fields seems to be in very good rhythm, Perez, even with that. And therefore, he has to worry about doing too much, right? But you do that, you continue to extend the drives. That's how the Bears been able to score points too, right? When you extend and drives, everyone's getting comfortable. Everyone is in rhythm, man. And cool hand loop just continue with calling some great plays when we're doing that. So everyone pretty much just on a roll. So if we're doing that, Perez, we'll be in good shape. My last key, and it, it, it's going to be back to something that I said earlier in the episode. The Lions have a nice little two-headed monster there with their running back situation. 
Swift, Williams. Yeah. Our Bears run defense, lack of better words, has been a shit show. <laughs> it's going to be very imperative for our Bears defense to really bear down and really make sure that on Sunday they make it very tough for DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams. Got to make it very, got to make it very tough for when it comes to DeAndre Swift. He's going to be pretty much limited. I heard that they're going to have him on a pitch count, A-Dub, because he's still working his way back from not only an ankle injury, but also a shoulder injury as well. He's been a bit banged up this season. So, right. still, even the threat of him being out there, though, is good for that Lions team. So, I want us to limit both of those running backs. Make Jared Goff have to beat you. Make Jared Goff have to force the ball in there to Armin Rossi Brown. I'm with you there, Perez. And you kind of go into my key when you talk about that. We talk about Swift, man, and trying to limit him and Williams. But I'm going to piggyback on Swift because I think he's the guy, to me, that can be as explosive, you know, as, as the same Brown over there with the Lions. And I think if we can limit him and tackle very well in those um, those flats, I think it's going to be a big key for the Bears because you know they're going to try to target him. They're not going to throw all their passes over there to say Brown. They may not have a choice. But I know that they're probably going to try to, you know, take advantage of Swift with his speed and all that stuff. So we can't let that guy catch it in short and just break away. So it's going to be very key for the Bears to stop him early on. All right, A-Dub, score prediction time. Because for right now, DraftKings has the Bears as a home favorite in this ballgame. Three-point favorite. So, audience, <laughs> y'all know what, you know what to do with that information. Because I'm telling you right here, I don't know what A-Dub about to say. But I feel very good about this game on Sunday. I feel good about the game on Sunday, and my prediction is the score will be 28-23. Bears for the victory. Ooh, Bears got uh, A-Dub's got them winning, got them covering slightly, because A-Dub feels like it's going to be a little closer game. Okay, A-Dub, I see you. Why do you think the game going to be so tight? I still worry about our defensive line, man. They scary, Perez, because, I mean, and then also we take too long, Perez, to start stopping people. We're a second-half team for some reason. We let too many teams score early on on us. And I think this Detroit team could possibly ease out some early points if we don't stop them early. So I think that we make adjustments, as you already know, been that way most of the season. We're a second-half team. We're making adjustments. I just think that the Detroit Lions team may be to take advantage of the Bears sooner than later. All right, A-Dub, I feel you. I feel you. Hey, listen, I was just curious. Just curious because I was like, okay, A-Dub must see something I didn't see necessarily. But I was like, <laughs> I always like to understand. I always like to understand, my brother. Yes, sir. All right, I have the Bears winning this thing 33-20. to 20. Woo, okay. Sir, listen, this offense, man, it got to me. I lost my damn mind over here. Now I got those <laughs> winning by 13. It sucked. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. Justin Justin got me over here overconfident. I've, I've been over here talking shit all fucking day to people about how good our quarterback is. I was like, that's my son. That's my son. <laughs> Anyhow, I know all this. You guys were like, Perez, but what about the fact that you said top 10 offense Running the ball and passing the ball for the Lions. Yeah, I know what I said. But that shit's misleading when you look at that awful defense they're trying out. Right. That's going to cancel itself out. Now you may say, well, Perez, we got an awful defense too. I know. But they ain't got no Justin Fields. They That's don't. the equalizer. That's the equalizer right there, baby. Hey, man, that's a big difference right there. The way Justin Fields been playing versus the way golf been playing, it's a big of a difference there, man. And kind of like it's a different level to look at Justin Fields, how he's going about his business. So I'm with you there, Perez. Justin Fields, man, just showing us that he's the real deal, baby. Listen, Justin Fields, 
the best rushing offense in the league, that dual attack with Herbert and Montgomery, Claypool being in the mix. I mean, I could go on and on. Cole Commit being unlocked. Yep. Bank potentially being open again. Come on now, honest. We better win this game by 13. That's all I got to say. Who the hell's golf got to throw the ball to? They trade away Hawkinson. Chark is on IR. Josh Reynolds is doubtful. So I don't really see much of that Lions offense is going to be able to do to us. DeAndre Swift's going to be on a pitch count. Jamal right. Williams, he's cool, but he ain't that deal. Now, nope. if Swift was playing that whole game, then maybe I'll say something otherwise. So 33-20, Bears. I say that shit with my whole chest. Michael, what you got? I know you probably don't <laughs> say the Bears going to win too, but I still, want, I still want you to put it down on paper, son. I want you to let us know, Michael, what you got. Let us know. Cannot let prayers take off, man. So come on here and join the party, baby. Shit, take off. I already took off. 2-0. You and Michael over here with the with the zero with the oh 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 oh. <laughs> we'll catch up, man. We'll catch up. <laughs> AW was cool chopping it up with you, man. Get yourself some rest, audience. Let's look forward to celebrating a Bears victory, having us a victory Monday. We're gonna talk to y'all soon. Thanks for your continued support of this platform. We're the Bears Centrals. We up out this bitch. <laughs>